Hey there, let's face it. Today's internet world is so saturated and everyone is fighting for their number one spot to be visible. It is no longer about running ads and having thousands of people on your email list. It is about building relationships and networking with others to grow your business and become visible. Hi, my name is Candice. I'm a podcast launch strategist and I help service-based business owners develop and deliver their message to the world by using platforms like podcasting and bringing valuable content to those who need to hear what they have to say. Welcome to the Hello C.S. Dorsey podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Hello C.S. Dorsey podcast. I am so excited to have this guest on. I have Alex, which is the game developer of Dog Spawn. Hi, Alex. How are you doing today? Hey there. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Awesome. So could you tell everyone who you are and what you do? Yeah. So uh, I'm Alex and I designed a board game. It's called Dogs Bond. It is a story about rescue dogs finding their forever homes. So it's for two to six players. And uh, you get to choose between right now, eight adorable dogs to be, and then you collect the attributes or the cards that you need to be adopted into one of the forever homes. And uh, it's different in that the game, you know, allows everyone, everyone can be adopted when you're playing. So there's not like a, a loser, right? And everybody has like a happily ever after when you find your forever home. And that's what we've put together in September 2020. We went to Kickstarter and crowdfunded this idea. So we've raised over $30,000 to make this happen. We are being printed right now and crossing our fingers, we will be shipping out to our to our backers and our pre-orders in summer of this year, 2021. Awesome. That is awesome. It's just in time for Christmas, right? <laughs> just in time for Christmas. Definitely just in time for everybody to get back to the game table, playing some board games, maybe meeting a new furry family member, right? That you, that some of your friends may have gotten uh, in, in the past year or so. So yes, looking very much forward to it. That is so amazing. I love the idea. I Okay, so everybody's going to be like, boo, Candace, but I'm not a dog fan. I, I like the little dogs. I like the Yorkies and the smaller dogs. I'm not mm-hmm. a you know regular size mm-hmm. dog fan. But if you know me, I am a cat lover. But I'm not gonna hate on the dogs. But I like them. <laughs> 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 I don't want no, to throw eggs at um, me or anything. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all. So that's actually the number one question I get whenever I mention the game or pitch the game. Why isn't it about cats? And, you know, for me, my experience growing up, I just had a dog uh, and I've been around more dogs than I've been around cats. So it was more natural, more authentic for me to create a story that was around dogs finding a forever home because I adopted my my dog. Not that is to say I have now met many, many rescue cats. I think I have a better appreciation and understanding of like cats and cat people. And so with, you know, maybe in the future, we can have cats bond, you know, obviously it wouldn't just be a switch of the art, because in our game, you evaluate, uh, and you earn obedience points, you would never evaluate getting a cat based on how obedient they are. So there are a few changes we would have to make. But uh, certainly, you know, who knows what the future may hold. Yeah, (laughs) I know cats can be unpredictable sometimes. I know, you know, sometimes if they scratch you, that (laughs) means they love you. 
if they don't want to be bothered with you, that means they love mm-hmm. you. So they are very unpredictable. And yeah, I get it. I, I completely get it. You, you would definitely have to like sit with an actual like diehard cat, you know, person to, you know, you know, mm-hmm. uh, develop mm-hmm. a game like that. So that's really smart that you went with something that you already know and familiar with. So I like that. I really do. Mm-hmm. Yes. So let's talk about the inspiration behind starting your business. I know you touched on it a little bit, but what was that like for you? Yeah. So um, my day job is management consulting, working with high-tech companies doing mergers and acquisitions. It is very demanding. It is very fulfilling. But also at the same time, when I came to the holiday dinner table with my friends and my family, it was like, what do I bring, right? Let's bring some joy. Let's bring some fun. And I've always been the uh, the friend or the uncle that brings the board games. What I found was that there were you know no games that I could play with kind of the age range that was at my holiday table. And I wanted to find something that we could all enjoy that didn't require screens or that would get us away from screens that, you know, we could enjoy within that, you know, hour and a half before dinner's ready or, you know, just a way for us to connect, you know, after dinner too. And then I also do work with a lot of rescues uh, in my local area. And if you can't tell, I talk a lot. So they always put me in front of people who are potential adopters and, you know, the conversations that I have with those people who are considering adopting a dog lent itself into this story about rescues, adoption, responsible dog ownership. And that's how I kind of put it all together. And so that's really, you know, to answer your question around like that, that inspiration, the why, like, it's just because I, I didn't see a game that was just like this. I wanted to create something tangible, something fun. And, uh, and I went for it. I love it. I yeah, this is really good because, you know, a lot of people, they have an idea and they think about it. They see that there is a need, but some people don't don't go through with it. You know, they don't follow through with it. And they're thinking, oh, well, you know, I don't think the Bible will like this or I don't think nobody will buy this. And then, you know, you never mm-hmm. see, you know, it come to fruition. So I love the fact that you had an idea from based on your own experience because we used to do the board games too back in the day. No screen, we didn't have no phones or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, that was right. uh, that was family right. time. And it was so fun. Mm-hmm. It was so, so fun. Mm-hmm. And um I'm really Do you have I, a story about like your family or like that you still tell to this day about your family or your friends experiencing with a board game? <laughs> Kinda in a way. Uh any Chris, like around Christmas time, we will all go to my auntie house because she had the biggest house and she will buy my cousin these games. And what we would do is we will actually play those games. And our favorite game that we will always play was it was called Gestures. It was kind of like charades, but it was like in five mm. cards and you had to put the card in mm-hmm. like this, uh, you know, like in act and they say cut or black you bag. Know, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you had to hit it and a timer would go off and you had to hurry up and do the charade, whatever was on the card. And your team members will have to call it out and say what it is before the card drop into the mm-hmm. um, 
into the, the, the board or the toy or whatever. And then you had right. to go on to the next one. So it give you so many minutes to, to do it. It was so fun. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> See, and these are the conversations. These are the stories that I really want my nephews and niece to have with me. You know, nobody's, I'm not going to talk to them in three years or five years, right? About, you know, oh, remember that time I showed you a video or that meme that you shared or the, you know what I mean? There's, there's just a lack of connection there when all you're doing is interacting and showing each other what you saw on the internet, right? It's a, you're not building or creating new memories because all you're doing is reflecting kind of what else is out there. So for me, it was about finding tangible family time, family activity, family engagement, right? And in our game, when you play a card and you're done with your turn, everyone at the table, pay pay attention, right? And let me tell you, when I tested it with my family and somebody was on their phone, as soon as we were all barking at them, oh, you better believe they got back in that game. So <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. You bring you back so many memories. Or you have that one family member, like especially when we used to play Monopoly, you had that one family member that mm-hmm. was essentially the banker, but was actually still in the money. So... <laughs> <laughs> still in the money. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, still in the money. Still in the money for Monopoly, yeah. and I and love. Then, so you know, for us, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. When um, when we're playing, you know, in our game, you know, there's no money to steal, right? We're all dogs. So I hope that you know that family member. Like, don't worry, <laughs> you can still come and play, but there's nothing to steal. And dogs are very <laughs> honest creatures. So we discourage stealing. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Hey there, C.S. Dorsey here. We thrive on awesome feedback from our listeners because you make the show. Now we'd like to ask you to take a moment to comment, share, give a rating, or share your hello moment. Once you've done that, take a snapshot of the review and tag me on Instagram at C.S. Dorsey underscore hello. I cannot wait to hear from you. So during the development process, could you tell everyone, was there a time during this where you had like a hello moment? Yes. And um, I think it really came about when I took it seriously. So I started this idea in 2017, had lots of fits and starts. And to your earlier point about that fear, that like naysaying that's in, that was mental about, you know, nobody's going to like this or do I, should I really be pursuing this? When I really kind of flipped it on its edge and said, I'm taking this seriously and worked out the game mechanics, the design, kind of the intent and the story. And then I went and was working to try to hire an art team. I got to meet that illustrator in person and explain the game, explain, you know, this is how I want it to work, how I want it to feel, what's the vibe, help me bring it to life. And then we sat together, she and I, at a game store. And obviously, this is in the before times, but, you know, we sat at the game shop and people who were walking through, we were like, we have a prototype of a game. Would you like to play it? And we just had hit after hit after hit of people who did not know us, had never met us, in a different state from where I was from saying, this game is great. When is it going to be ready for me to buy? 
And I was like, well, <laughs> give me some time. But, you know, it, you know, and, and that was in 2019. We developed it, worked on it till 2020 and, uh, and, and it's, and it's gone off and it's, uh, it's happening now. So that was, but that was my hello moment when I was out of state, when I was at a game store game table and complete strangers, right? Three sets of complete strangers said, yeah, I'm in. That was my hello moment. Yes. And right. It should have been. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. It's so amazing when you have, when you develop something and people love it and that's like the greatest feeling in the world. I bet. (laughs) Absolutely. There's, I mean, it's, it's almost indescribable like what that's like to really say that, you know, you, something that you've put time and energy into and like, you kind of have this like expected experience for them and it hits, you know, this must, it's probably what, you know, writers, you know, authors, screenwriters, uh, you know, playwrights, what they feel when they move their audience. And I think that's, that was when I had that moment. That's awesome. So are you, so I know it's in the early stages when you're currently working your nine to five, your full-time job, what is, what's your plan? Like when this gets big, like when it goes live, like, you know, I know we mentioned maybe having a, a cat bonding game, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. but do you plan on having like an extension to this game and, or having yeah. like, you know, yeah. Like licenses to do other things for this game. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great question. So bond itself is my intent is that it would be like a game system. And what I mean by that is if you and I were to sit down and say, okay, we're going to play, you know, you mentioned it already. So we're going to play, you know, Game of Thrones Monopoly. We're going to play, you know, Big Bang Theory Monopoly or Pokemon Monopoly. You know what you're getting into because you've played that system. It's just that theme is going to be a little bit different, right? So Bond is itself a game system, right? Kind of a, a way that the games and the cards kind of play out. And of course, dogs is our first theme, our first story. We would love to do cats bond. We would love to do, you know, in addition to that, other dog breeds. Because as I mentioned, there's only eight dogs in it so far. And you mentioned you like it the sm- you like the small ones. So the small dogs that we have right now are the Pomeranian and the Boston Terrier. But we have designs for the Chihuahua, for the Yorkie, for the Silky Terrier, for the Teacup Poodle. We've got like designs for it. And if we can get this kind of first block done, right, make this the board game for any, you know, dog lover, rescue lover, you know, people who love board games, families, right? If we can get that to be a hit, then we can expand out. And I mean, how many dog breeds are there, right, that deserve our love and could use some attention? We have a long way to go with Dogs Bond to kind of expand that out. And then as far as Bond goes, you know, our mission is to change the conversation about rescue, about adoption, about responsible animal ownership. And I think that there's a long way to go on that too. So that's kind of, you know, big, big picture, lofty goal plans. And then to your question about when does it turn into a business business? You know, I don't know that, I don't know when that will happen. This is my first game design and my first foray into the industry. 
So I'm still learning so much. I mean, there are folks who have turned, you know, board game design into their, you know, their full-time profession, but they're doing a ton for the industry. They're writing blogs, they're doing podcasts, they're doing YouTube reviews, they're, you know, selling t-shirts, they're doing a lot of stuff in that area. For me, I like being a game designer, I like being a, you know, developer, and maybe that's just kind of my my lot, you know? It'll take me, you know, uh, a few years to develop each game, but as each game comes out, it's like, hey, but there's a lot of love, a lot of passion into each one of these projects. So, uh, but who knows what the future may hold? I mean, if the, you know, the game hits worldwide success, you could have, you know, tons of other themes, uh, maybe even some licensing deals that could change the whole conversation. Yeah, definitely. I can definitely see that happening. Yeah. <laughs> so what does your family think about the game? Like, have they played it or like, what do they think <laughs> about it overall? Yeah, I, you know, my family love them to pieces and they have been so supportive of this. They've always known that I'm going to try something new, something that nobody has done before. Like in our friends group and our family group, like I'm the one who's going to go jump off the cliff first, you know? <laughs> And so they have supported me through, you know, the first iterations of the game when it was literally on post-its and index cards, like, you know, and I was just like, hey, try this out, see what this is, you know, and now they've seen it all the way through to this success. Uh, You know, they are backing me 100%. They find me really interesting, you know, conversations. They've they're doing, they're helping us out by doing, you know, Google searches for board game awards, awards, uh, game, board game diversity conversations. Cause as an Asian American game designer, I'm not the norm. So, uh, right now I think it's about 80% white male that are doing game design. So a lot of people are saying, Hey, we'd love to have some representation, some inclusivity, you know, voicing at the table, you know? And so I get emails and I get, you know, referenced and, and nominated to do lots of things now. And so, yeah, my family's been great. That's awesome. They're really, that's really good that you have that support system and that they're helping you uh, along the way. So I really, really like that family. And of yeah. course, you designed this game specifically for that, you know, for family <laughs> time. So it's like, you better be on Google search. <laughs> that's <laughs> this right. This is all for you. That's right. Um, yeah, if you, you know, it, and if you go to www.dogsbondgame.com, you can actually see our our video, like the, the two minute commercial about the project that really got us. And of course, you know, the game was featured on BuzzFeed and like some other places. But in the video, that's my family, like those, the, that's my nephews and niece, like, that's who I'm playing with. That's who I featured in the video. You know, my beautiful and intelligent wife, she's helping us on, you know, the back end stuff. She's helping us, you know, figure out international customs and shipping and all that other stuff. So it's a family affair, you know, no matter how much I, I said, don't worry, I got this. Like they've put their hands up and they said, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll help, you know, and it's been great. That's awesome. That's really good. So any last minute advice you have for our listeners out there? Jump. So uh, this is, you know, something that that I've heard people say, you got to find a time, a date, a goal where you will be uncomfortable enough to jump and, you know, set that goal. For us, it was, you know, August of 2020, because, you know, 
that's when we knew we wanted to take that jump and go to Kickstarter and be vulnerable to the whole of the internet and say, this is our idea. Do you like it? Would you like a copy? (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, I think that there is, you know, there's no, there's no substitute for learning while you're doing it. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm a very analytical person. I really try to minimize those, those mistakes. But when you're trying something new, be brave, be bold and jump. I love it. Be brave, be bold and jump. Yes. I love it so much. So, (laughs) so where can everyone find you? Yeah, so we are at www.dogsbondgame.com. It's uh, spelled exactly how it sounds. We are uh, also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, at Dogs Bond Game. So you can check out, you know, some behind the scenes stuff. You can learn more about us, uh, you know, have a conversation, send us a message, you know. And, and if you are interested in supporting the game, supporting a small independent game publisher like ourselves, you know, check out dogsbondgame.com. Also, too, just so, you know, it's also open. If you know of any real-life rescues or real-life, you know, rescue volunteers, we are already backing about 25 different rescues in the United States. We are going to open that up so that rescue organizations worldwide can work with us and leverage us as a fundraising tool because we map to that shared mission to improve the lives of animals. And we are very dedicated to supporting all those people, all those organizations that are volunteer led or, you know, are led by people with really, really big hearts. And that's, uh, that's what folks can do for us. Awesome. That's great. That's amazing. Well, thank you, Alice, for coming on the show today. I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I love the subject and this is something totally different than what I normally do or have on the show. And I love that you brought something new and something else to the podcast because a lot of times I have like I have a lot of online entrepreneurs or coaches that come on. But mm-hmm. to have mm-hmm. someone in this particular niche is like is really amazing because you know a woman listens to know and understand that it's a whole world out there, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and to have you come on and bring that, uh, this specific niche uh, to the podcast has really been amazing. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much, Candace, for having me.